Welcome to the Deeper Current podcast. I am here today with my beautiful, magical friend, Angelica, otherwise known as Lowleaf, and so excited to share this conversation. Angelica is one of those people that uh, always lifts me up, always offers wise guidance, and I feel We've been on this really beautiful journey in and out um, at similar times and sometimes, yeah, lifting each other up at different times. We first met actually at Salsi Gathering Chapter One in Guatemala. When I was thinking of my dream guest list, I Angelica came to mind, Lowleaf at the time. I didn't know her name was Angelica, but uh, she came to my mind and I was like, oh, that would be so magical. I discovered her blog, I think, a couple of years before. And then, yeah, she was swimming in my mind. And then my husband, Kelly, got sent her um, like some mu- music of hers to master. He works in music. And that felt like a really strong sign. And then I remember reaching out to Loli through her website, through her sound healing um, like offerings. And I think she had just had a conversation with her um, beautiful man, Edwin, like two days before about Guatemala. And so it felt very divine from the beginning. And yeah, welcome to the show, Angelica. <laughs> Hi, peace. Wow, it was so cool to just relive all that. Like that, that was the beginning, huh? It was all these signs <laughs> coming in. <laughs> uh, and yeah, how has that journey been for you since Guatemala? Like, how have you Whoa. felt? Yeah. <laughs> um, I feel like a different person in this moment, but I'm interested. It's, yeah, yeah uh, so do I. Um, wow, so Guatemala, that was three years ago, like 2017 right um was it 2016 i'm like so bad okay just like yeah um i feel around then yeah when when i look into that portal like in my mind um i remember the biggest shift for me was recognizing my and feeling my connection to the collective divine feminine womb and the wound um and it was the first time I was able to really like examine all the connections I've had with women throughout my life and just see all the areas that like needed love, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, especially like just growing up in L.A., you know, just like in, in that like society and stuff. Um, but. I feel like it was just a really huge, significant moment in my personal healing journey um, that really like opened up this like endless, vast realm of like ways that I can like come back to myself and just like um, really like nourish and care for my life and my body and my thoughts and oh just I I'm like one with mother earth and and like I I feel that I felt that for the first time like in a reflection of like women around me like it was like a complete space of of love like there were no veils at all like at all and when um (laughs) 
when I felt that, I was like, whoa, on the other side is, is love. It, mm-hmm. it was just like a, such a transformative container and experience um, that has just made life so much more enriching and deeper ever since. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a huge healing collective, um, <laughs> ancient, necessary, um, I like, cause like everyone you meet, like there's just, there's an ancient lesson within anyway, but I, I think that answered the question sort of, I just, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's so beautiful. I was just trying to take that all in because yeah. I think I've been so focused on, um, like, like everyone, really, the next thing, the next thing. Okay, like keep going, keep going. Yeah. So to actually go back to that and to really feel that is really beautiful because, yeah, when you're holding space for so many, it's like it's hard. Well, you just don't know what everyone's experiences are. Hmm. Um, but I do feel like the things you touched upon is what it's all about, like dropping the veils. Like when we can just be together, it's like, yeah, hmm. just love and then obviously because it's so because that is a truth then all the wounds that have been around not being like that with women or just being in society are really yeah I really felt and I Mm. I think I luckily went in pretty naively I just was like this is an innocent thing women gathering and I it took a while to realize like no it's a big thing like whenever women gather Mm -hmm. on that sort of um, in well in any time in a sort of sacred loving way but on that sort of bigger gathering it's like wow oh. <laughs> there's another way of being oh mm-hmm. yeah and continually coming back to that and creating that and now I feel like I'm in a piece of my place in my life where I'm like yeah nothing other than that if I sense yeah. anything other Right. Okay, I'll just create space or I'll just go and go back inward and see what's coming up for yeah. me. Or, yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I've just, I see that in the everyday. Um, and coming back inward is just like, it's so necessary um, in like, like every moment really, because like the, the distractions like are all around. Um, mm-hmm. And like, even just like looking at my phone before I like, like I'll pick up my phone and be like, all right, cause I need to do this thing. But before I get there, there's all these other things <laughs> that you just like glance at along the way. Um, and I think that, <sighs> I I just feel like when when I come out of like that kind of mindset and I'm I'm bringing it into that sacred space cuz sometimes it's like really hard to just realize that that you're in that like flow, you know? Um mm-hmm. we like entrain each other or become entrained by each other. I'm not, I feel like I kind of like just got off course a little bit because I'm like feeling no, it's so sensations in my body. Just go. <laughs> I find it, um, yeah, fascinating. I, yeah, it's just actually sinking in for me that I needed this time away from like dropping out of flow and getting too much into my head to yeah. teach me 
to take this more seriously when I'm back in and to really recognize it. I think, again, I took it for granted. Like, nearly it was too easy for the first gathering and the first, like, year of this project. And then ah, things started to, yeah, I just started oh. to get too much in my head. And then now I'm coming back back to this space of flow I'm like oh don't mess with my flow <laughs> and sometimes it really does help to come out of it um, but we need we do need to entrain one another we need to support one another I am so passionate about that because I've seen I know how it feels to not be in flow and just yeah. to be like grasping or pushing or just Ew. wishing and feeling stuck and feeling distracted and heavy in my body and yeah Yo, that's why yeah, these okay. in-person events are so important yeah um I, I was just thinking about how you're talking about like just coming back into flow and I think like that it kind of looks different every day right but like once you actually know what that feels like, you can feel mm -hmm. when other things come in, like maybe it's like a person and like how how sometimes like people will really like challenge our flow or just like things will flow in a different totally. way, right? And it's just like, how do I keep flowing with this against me? Then it's like, it's like music in that way. And it's like, I think, those challenges are really necessary too because they they make me able to know how to adapt to anything around me while maintaining my flow mm. and um <laughs> there's no mistakes either yeah yeah sometimes I'll like beat myself up like man I should have known I I like <laughs> I felt it in my body like I knew this wasn't a good idea but like I'll I'll move forward anyway, like almost like at a habit, you know? Um, yeah, it's like telling a child, though, you shouldn't mm. do that. They need to do it and figure out that it's not good <laughs> to do it. Yeah. And then they'll already know. And it's like, we. I mean, I just think of Cosmo just then for a second because he keeps climbing this ladder. <laughs> and eventually I was like, okay, just, okay, just climb. And it was like the moment I was kind of not focused on him he fell and I felt like, oh, the worst pain as a mother. It's like, oh my God, mm -hmm. luckily he was okay. But it was enough of a fall for him to be like, oh yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. Or I'm going to take way more caution. And so it's cool mm. when we learn those lessons, we get those bruises. <laughs> yeah. And, and what's really beautiful too, that I'm like really embracing in that, that whole process is how I'm discovering so many ways to to pick myself back up and to self-heal and to nurture and to love myself it's like mm. it's so it's like so beautiful um I, I know like the healing process can be very painful uh in in a lot of ways but it doesn't always have to be and exactly. yeah I've been like <laughs> and um, that's what I feel yeah. like so like passionate about creating spaces where we can actually learn from one another. So mm -hmm. I really try and create that unique container and it feels unique because usually you go on a retreat or a gathering and it's kind of led or it's kind of engineered in a certain way, but actually creating events where we all just show up and we see how things unfold is really cool because 
Yeah, we're all learning different things at different steps and need to be reminded constantly. I need to be reminded of so much that I knew in my early 20s. <laughs> <gasps> uh, um, so, yeah. Yeah. It's okay wherever we are on the journey. Yeah. Um, I, I've been thinking about that, that girl a lot, actually, like in my early <laughs> 20s. just like (laughs) there's something very very fearless about her and just bold you know just like and and I feel that and she's here speaking now but now she knows more you know Mm -hmm. and it's just like knowing how to like handle that that fire I feel it's just like part of like leveling deeper as a woman as a medicine woman of the earth like we're all here so let's go all the way (laughs) Mm, I've been thinking of you this week because I just got this like really clear message in my head to not wear a bra anymore at least for this time being and I was thinking back to one of our conversations when we were talking about like just not giving a fuck like just doing our thing and not caring what people think and I remember you saying yeah like sometimes you might just want to wear a white top and no bra (laughs) and people are going to look at you in a certain way and you're like I don't give a fuck and I've been really (laughs) practicing that this week and it's been so funny because (laughs) well one my breasts are not what they used to be they've had milk inside of them and now they do not and so they're (laughs) like they're so much like softer and I don't know it's like not as um together but I've been doing it anyway because I just feel so good like being braless and and I get a you know instantly get a lot of more looks and that would usually shut me down and I would feel like shame or I'd feel like oh don't look at me I just want to be in my own space and and exactly what we were talking about being together with women I feel like there's this um yeah so much healing taking place of me just choosing to do this every day like cycling around no bra Mm -hmm. and I'm also feeling all the wounds throughout my entire life of feeling Mm -hmm. shame around my body feeling looked at I have like a memory at age 12 three older guys like just putting making me like feel like oh like I was in my school uniform (laughs) I was like um just that moment and and yeah, and now it's like claiming my power back. And I don't know. That's what I've been working with this week. <laughs> that's that's really beautiful. I, I was thinking about how when when you're carrying that much light, it has to like come into balance with just as much darkness because like mm-hmm. it's all always like in balance, you know. Um, and so sometimes it's scary to to be that bright and let yourself shine because you're gonna come up against against that balance um, and mm-hmm. understanding and respecting that you know uh, is like so empowering because as you walk through it's it's from a place of love right so mm-hmm. whatever you may be triggering in people around you or reflecting into other people, which is like sparking off like trauma from their childhood that needs to be healed and resurfaced. Like we're actually like healing each other the more we allow ourselves to live in our truth and let, (laughs) just let it 
be like as it wants to be um so I totally relate I relate and um I've been like really enjoying the process of like discovering what that feels like in the present moment like like every day you know I said like it feels different it's gonna look different so so yeah (laughs) totally and and being okay with it all being okay to shine your light and then being okay to also know when to come back inwards and hide I I had I had one beautiful teacher early on in my journey say you need to become as good at being seen as being invisible and Mm. being able to know when to choose which one and yeah I think (laughs) I think I'm pretty good at like hiding and kind of just being um an observer or just kind of flowing through life and then yeah the being seen bit feels very vulnerable and scary I think it's what a lot of us are learning to do and not not need to be anything to be seen you know like just being seen for who we are (laughs) in every moment it's like oh it's um it's vulnerable but also again so much power comes back and I feel yeah I feel like a really beautiful dance um taking place in my life right now with all that like do you um how is your sort of creative process like day to day do you is it always changing or are you kind of quite disciplined as well um I feel like I could be more disciplined I'm gonna be honest I'm gonna be honest (laughs) um because uh, I just will see it in my dreams sometimes like I'll have dreams where I'm just like back in this in this like interesting music school um and I'll like learn things from my dreams uh Mm. and then I'll kind of just it'll carry out into my creation process for the day you know, like, so I'll be influenced by mm-hmm. by whatever I went through. Um, and, you know, like, m- my creation process has, like, spread out beyond the music room. Um, th- like, the past year or so. And it's like, I can't even like approach my instruments unless I am tuned (laughs) Mm. so so all the ways that I've been tuning is just like just really making sure I can listen to what my body is telling me it needs to eat you know before I just start making music um and Mm. like do I have to do yoga like do I like what do I have to do before I feel good like sometimes I have to clean my entire house (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and yeah once I finally get all that other stuff in order and in flow the music like comes in and sometimes that's also like internal housekeeping um yeah yeah so I just I see it as like I I really am just this instrument and this vessel and that's like that is like more than a concept like it's like my actual like experience so it really makes me like kind of honor the work um and just like really t- take care of it you know so yeah that that's been my process but 
as far as like you know technical stuff like I really should be running more scales and exercises <laughs> um hmm. um and I and I will I will because that's that's part of my focus this year so um oh I should say also that a huge part of my creative process like just to be honest is incorporating plant medicine um lately at least uh like smoking cannabis has and microdosing um mushrooms with tea and flower essences like that it just like has been getting me into like a nice state of being and flow mm. um yeah <laughs> That's so, so cool. Yeah. I, Wow, I have so many things I want to <laughs> go into. Okay, first of all, I want to say I had chills when you talked about getting the dream and then allowing that to um, influence your creative process that day because I know I've always had this incredibly alive dream life and then I come away from it or I don't fully trust it. And then just recently, just this last week again, I have, um, yeah, been recognizing my dreams and like being clear with, I will not accept anything um, unless it's the dream. Like, and I have that feeling that I'm walking into it and then it's like, oh yeah, I'm here. And I, I think it used to kind oh. of freak me out a little bit. Like I had that for sure in the first gathering because I had dreamt it. And then <laughs> when I was there, I was like, why is everyone in my dream? We're like, what's going on? <laughs> I had that actually the same in Colombia. I was like, oh. oh, and I realized it was a little bit ungrounded. Like I was still just kind of very dreamy and just in that space. And just now I'm like, no, stay really grounded. You are in all realms and trust your Ooh. dreams. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, you are in all realms. Like... <laughs> Like that's that's how much space you actually take up. Like Yes. Yeah. And when we think we're not, even when we think we're hiding or when we think mm. we're not being seen, we still are. Yeah. <laughs> that's the funny thing when you realize like, oh, I'm so worried about what my people think. Like they're already thinking things. They're already judging. They're already like um doing all the things that you're scared about. You might as well just be you. You might as well keep going and not care about, um, I don't know, taking up space and being creative and being yourself. And I guess I have to be really honest as well because I, well, a sort of backstory, I, in my 20s, I got into a lot of partying for a while and a lot of psychedelics and I had a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to festivals all the time. I was just, I don't know, friends with so many beautiful creative people. And part of my problem was I never had a bad trip. I was really good at helping others have a good trip. And mm. like if I ever saw someone going into it like a bad spiral, I'd be really good at helping them navigate out, which I think it's ended up being a little bit what I can do without drugs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was kind of like a brain training. But anyway, I I did kind of hit a rock bottom and I kind of hit this moment where I was like yeah just because you've never had like a bad experience do you really want to do this for the rest of your life like this kind of partying and I kind of did a radical shift into I'd already been practicing yoga I was kind of doing both ends but then I went into an ashram and then I went into meditation and then yoga and kind of went completely sober and I went the other way and I 
wow, I discovered I could meditate and explore um, so many of those realms of consciousness on my own, which I think was a really important path, right. part of my path. Um, but it was around, that was like around eight years ago. And then seven years ago, I was invited into my first um, plant, like plant medicine ceremony with the Bufo medicine, which is DMT 5-MeO. And I mean, that's a whole story for another time, but it was like really um, the most, one of the most beautiful experiences with the actual toad medicine. I just felt the universe. I felt I understood <laughs> everything. And I came back like reborn. And I just remember walking through the world for at least several months, like in this like high space and this light and this connection to all things and this creative process. And it really, if I look back, it really was right before I embarked on this whole flow and this whole journey with researching the deep feminine and then saucy gathering and all the things that have led me here. Hmm. And just a week ago, I had my second experience with um, that same medicine. And so it, it was like seven years and it wow. was so beautiful, but it was also not exactly um, as pure as the first experience. Huh. That's the only way I can describe it. I had like more of a... Um, I realized how stiff my body, I was releasing a lot and I was, um, a lot of stuff was coming up and it was beautiful in its own way because it just gave me this really long, like homework list. Like I had so many okay. tasks to do. One of them was not wearing a bra and then a bunch of other things. And it's been cool because it's opened up this whole space again. And then, um, we were gifted, um, magic mushrooms medicinal mushrooms uh, from a friend and then um kelly my husband was like we had cosmo for his first day in preschool um for the whole day and we were like okay let's just do it it was the most beautiful day we went into the river and the whole jungle came alive to us and so yeah i hadn't <laughs> actually done mushrooms in a really really long time i felt like my life was a kind of mushroom trip but <laughs> To actually come back to that medicine, I'm sorry, this was a really long-winded okay. way of coming back to that, but I coming back to it, I was like, oh, these are our friends. They're here to help us. They're here to help us be human here. Like, they are not like a party thing. It's not an escapist thing. It actually allows you to become just more connected to life. And I've mm -hmm. just been pretty much ever since those two experiences this week, just kind of in awe of everything and like <laughs> kind of releasing all, like I have like zero time for any complaining. <laughs> I have like a neighbor who always likes to complain whenever I see him. And I just like, I'm not here for that. I'm not here, <laughs> there's too much good here. Um, anyway, that was like, yeah, just my experience this last week. And it was cool to come back to mushrooms and <laughs> yeah i can understand microdosing would just help this creative flow Absolutely. how's your whole journey been with that <laughs> <laughs> well um the thing with with mushrooms and like trips and like taking like like larger dosages with me is that i've actually never had a good trip um and mm. i know that it is because my um 
like the set and setting weren't right in it like just wasn't the right time everything i know so (laughs) (laughs) um so microdosing has been a really beautiful way to like introduce that energy and medicine into my body so that i can notice um the subtle shifts and like really integrate that into my reality like of how I'm perceiving things and experiencing everything. Um, and I, I do feel like they're like our friends, um, like just like allies, like they, um, they're, they're really cute. I'm like staring at this one that was gifted to me and it like, they look like little like castles or something. Um, and <laughs> I don't know. I just I'm I'm really thankful that I've been able to work with mushroom medicine um, in other ways beyond like psilocybin, like incorporating um, like lion's mane uh, into mm-hmm. into my day to day and like chaga and reishi. Uh, is it reishi or reishi? I'm not sure if I'm like ever saying that I right. Say reishi. But reishi. I, okay. I also don't know. Sometimes you don't know because you don't ever say it out loud. But yeah, yeah. Um, they they really help me ground because uh, like when mm-hmm. when I'm like smoking cannabis or something like I'm I'm lifting out of my body a lot of times. So for me, the way I like to think about it is like drinking. Uh, the mushrooms or microdosing like helps keep me on earth um, Mm -hmm. while I go like space travel like when I'm creating or making music or painting you know whatever it it may be that I'm doing honestly because sometimes I can just like walk outside and like look into a flower and just like travel off somewhere you know Mm. Um, (laughs) but um yeah yeah. they're like doorways of perception and yes uh, I heard someone recently like explain it I was like okay this makes so much sense that in pretty much all indigenous societies around the world they have a practice with plant medicines with um, some sort of entheogenic or psychedelic medicine Um, and they are the most in harmony and in tune and in like right with the earth like they are really wise i mean the people i've come across on my path are really wise um grounded uh, connected people who i really believe we have so much to learn from at this time and pretty much everyone who um from the so-called modern world chooses to interact with plant medicines, they will find this natural way of coming back into balance or at least like start shifting their lives back into this space of harmony and uh, connection. And so it nearly feels like they are here for us, like they are part of us being human here. And uh, that really helped me because I still, I think, had a slight judgment around it being an escapism escapism yeah uh and not and i i think that's something i just observed from the outside is um people nearly getting addicted to those um really deep ceremonies because they 
give you so much insight and offerings, but uh, maybe then finding it hard to integrate or bring that back to the human experience. Like I was like from this recent medicine experience, I was like, oh, I have so much to do. And I also know that's just the period of time that I'm in. Like I kind of want to just go all the way out, be blasted into space. But I know I have so many things to do here. And it was just beautiful to know that I'm on track and to just really start to see things um, lining up because it's like an opening, a, f a sense of flow um, by just... We already know, it's like always those medicines, they just tell us what we actually know, but it helps us to connect and to listen um, to the guidance. Yeah, I, it's, it's like they're just going to help you, help bring you back home to yourself. Mm. Um, and, mm -hmm. and I think if we just like respect the medicine for what it is and respect like the, the energy and spirit working through like these plants then we can receive what we need to receive. And also like what we do with that, um, carry it out into our own lives and really like heal our lives and take care of each other and, and the planet. So like it like all circles back around. And I think I, I just feel like people just opening up to that more and more. And of course, like everyone's on their own journey, you know, like, um, you know, just thinking about the people that may become addicted to like ceremony or just like those beautiful like trips where you blast off, you know, um, mm -hmm. it's just a part of the journey and the learning process. That's um, true. Yeah. But. And it's like yeah. intention is everything. So if you're there just to escape, then. I mean, maybe that's what you'll get or maybe you'll actually get a hard time because right. it's going to show you what you need. But I do feel like intention is so big and then set and setting, like you mentioned, it's like it's actually everything. Yeah. <laughs> and then it helps mirror out into life, like set and setting is everything. Yeah, I was just saying because you're like you're sometimes you could just really feel like your life itself is a trip. Right. So it's mm -hmm. just like, OK, like what's the set and setting of like today? Like I feel like it's all about like just like the everyday, um, the everyday ceremony, like living, like really living your life as ceremony, because like that's that's what creates the biggest difference that will like really ripple out and like make like a deep change over the long run. Like it all it all that's starts, it. you know. Cause then, then it's in the home and then like you're, you're like, you're raising that and it's just like the foundation, you know, it's just like reworking the soil and the foundation. It's, and it's deep it. work. <laughs> you know, and it is deep work. And that's what we can be scared of. It feels like more comforting to just to go back to the way things have been or just um, allow ourselves to just, I don't know go along with things but when you actually start to face up to some of that hard stuff and like really show up for your life and like you say make it a ceremony and really stay connected to the ripple effect of all things then it's so beautiful the gifts that you receive so it's so worth it but it's just that initial <sighs> initial 
like getting releasing the resistance yeah yeah it's I, I feel like a lot of times people want to like receive what they can't give um mm. and so we really have to learn how to fill our own cups um mm. you know because <laughs> yeah. like it, it's just it's just like the order of operation it's like you can't you can't even like like have like a healthy relationship with another human like if you don't know how to fill your own cup and like mm. just tend tend to your inner garden and like um just your life your life your being itself just like just get getting that right in every way possible yes and this is all like i think so much the inspiration for this upcoming retreat and the ones to come like right. the name medicine is our nature just came through to me in such a like a warm feeling like I heard like my, I heard those words at, in that sort of formation and I was like yeah like how to invite people into this set and setting which is mm -hmm. so ah, alive and vibrant and like the jungle just oh there's no real place to hide <laughs> yeah. you 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 know people have a tough time if they're trying to pretend or trying to force or I don't know it's like it really does show you right away like who you are in this kind of wild space and the gifts of that is that you start to recognize who you are and you come back to yourself again and then having this space of silence and then ceremony and connection and just all the beautiful things that are weaving into this experience, I think, are part of um, really taking it home because it's not just an escape or like a rest from your everyday life. It's like a, a way of integrating all of this sense of who we really are and and then also to not have to do it all alone. I I'm still mm. like... I'm still able to fall into that trap of like, same. No, just work on yourself. Just work on like focus on yourself. And it, there's times for that, but ah, oh, I a huge inspiration for this treat was also honestly to gather you and Olivia and then uh, my beautiful friend Daniela here because I could just sense the healing of those um, of us who've been already connected to this project and just coming together to meet again it's like an anchor in time and space it's right. like look at where we've come from uh look at what we've learned and then uh, just the sweet space of nature ourselves and um really simple i and then fasting is like i've been yeah. receiving the message to slip into that these next few days just go into my own mini fast just to prepare as well because I've never asked you what your experience with fasting is, and I'd love to know. Um, but it's a it's emotional for me, and it's always there can be some resistance, and there can be stuff coming up. And and the beautiful thing is when you actually um, ease into it and you surrender to it, suddenly like so much energy, so much insight, so much. Um, beauty comes through and I, I always like around the third day or something like just suddenly start feeling like why am I eating food it just holds me back I'm like mm. <laughs> this vibrant effervescent person why um 
why do that? Yeah, it's so crazy because I, I've been fasting this past week and um, not com- completely, but I just like, I'll feel my body um, just kind of directing me to like crave like just lemon water for like mm. the majority of the day. Um, and it's like, it's just naturally doing it on its own. And I, I've never wanted to fast because I love food and I get really hangry. Um, <laughs> so I'm just like, <laughs> I don't need that. Um, but it, it wasn't until just recently when I've just began intuitively eating more um, mm. that I'm able to really just finally listen to my body and just tap in and feel into what flavors or colors like my soul is like yearning for and that's how I'll prepare food and yeah I notice I haven't been craving meat um and that's huge because I love eating chicken I'm just like I was raised Filipino (laughs) you know it's just like I'm I'm okay with that you know um Mm -hmm. And yeah, so I'm, I'm respecting that and I'm just, I'm going with the flow of it. And it's, it's made me more sensitive and aware to how everything that I'm consuming is just like fuel or like nourishment, energy, like it, it, it gives me what I need to like to move forward um, instead of just like eating because I'm hungry. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think like when, I guess just because I haven't been eating that much, I'm really, really absorbing the energy of like a mango. And like, it just like gives me deeper nourishment than um, I would otherwise feel. Um, But I've never actually like just completely fasted. Um, mm-hmm. I, so well, I couldn't that, say anything on that, but yeah, but that's a kind of offering we're kind of entering into for this retreat because, um, yeah, I've done the kind of more strict fast with just coconut water or like here, it's like a really beautiful fast because you become kind of addicted to the coconut water. It's like, <laughs> I could just live off this, but, um, it, it's, this is a little bit more feminine, a little bit more soft in terms of, yeah, just enjoying fruits and being very intuitive um, with, yeah, the nourishment we take in. And exactly as you described is, is it like it's tasting a piece of fruit after you've been on a fast is the one, like it's what makes it all worthwhile. (laughs) Like the beauty of every taste and texture and so on. And, how to then like go through life like that, savoring everything. <laughs> and exact back to life being ceremony, I always um, <sighs> like had this reminder in cacao ceremony. It's like, yeah, like, I mean, what we know of the ancient Mayans and before them, the Olmecs, they, they treated really everything like a ceremony, like everything they consumed. So it wasn't just this cacao ceremony, but it's just to help remind us to take that practice into all things, I think, when we come around those um, 
beautiful offerings and practices being shared right now. I'm yeah. I'm gonna be honest, like I'm really, really looking forward to <laughs> to that aspect of the retreat. Um yeah. because I know that uh the fruit from that land is just gonna have like deep information for all of us gathering. And um, you know, like you were saying earlier, like there's or maybe I was thinking in my head about how um there's no costumes. Like usually when people go off into these experiences, they'll kind of like express themselves and like kind of dress up, which is totally okay. Um, but what I'm like really feeling into this next gathering is just like really as bare and just as is as possible, like with the silence, you know, just, just really showing up, um, and seeing what happens. That's it. it. And it is like, I forget. It's like, oh, it's so... I can't, I just can't believe sometimes how you take things for granted after a while and then you like wake up to it and you're like, I can't take any of this for granted. But it's true, the fruit here is um, on another level. And I recently met a woman, she was like, I never liked papaya <laughs> until I tried a papaya here. It's like a oh. real papaya. And yeah, I mean, coming back into orgasmic living and pleasure, <laughs> mm-hmm. guiding the way, um the best sex and the best um pleasurable experiences kind of um you know linger and are not and drawn out and not like um in and out and and today we're hmm. just so getting sucked into the like in and out with all things like get your photo and then get out and then show you've been somewhere and then like it's really weird and we can all get sucked into it. I've been like, oh yeah, whoa. Um, so to slow down, also to begin to really appreciate everything, and we'll, of course, this is like a magical place to come to for a retreat. But then I really think we start to appreciate everything in our life, wherever we're from, and whatever, whatever our circumstances. I know that's the truth for me. Like, I am so in love with where I grew up and really all the places I've been people I've met it's just I need this nurturing space to be held to really um honor that and come back to that I think again and again yeah I think well I this is going to be the first one right so Mm -hmm. um it it definitely like it's like a different kind of pocket than soul seed gathering um Mm -hmm. And I, I really, I feel, I feel that actually this morning I was like, kind of just like standing with my hands in prayer, like in my heart. And I was just like taking my first like real deep breath of the day, you know, like, let me just Mm -hmm. breathe. And, and like, I, I saw like Olivia in hyperspace, like doing the same thing and I was like oh I feel it and then like I I felt Mm. into you and I was like oh yeah we're gonna record our thing today and like I was like wow like okay I'm there like like the 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 cosmic um (laughs) alignment is approaching and totally and so like with me like fasting all of a sudden this past week it's just like I'm in preparation and 
what makes this even more like crazy connected well it's not that crazy but it's like my my moon cycle is like gonna happen on the day i arrive right and i'm just wow. like of course <laughs> so i'm just like feeling how everything is just so so interconnected um mm. and, and i'm also really looking forward to like meeting all the women that felt called together because it's gonna be really beautiful exactly. and i'm so thankful same same <laughs> it's like wow i get to live this life and get to hold these spaces and then i realize it's a responsibility to hold these spaces like i'm receiving so much from this land and from being here and i'm so amazed at how i've ended up here <laughs> like truly yeah. i never really saw myself in the jungle but as soon as i arrived i was like oh this is home interesting and yeah to invite people into it is yeah i feel responsible to do that because um it's it's really so giving she's really like so abundant and giving it's nearly like playful and um yeah i i i'm excited also whoever feels the call it's like as long as i stay on my path like as long as i stay paying attention making sure every piece feels right like i've had um a little bit of a journey with the finding the exact space here but i i now coming back to my dreams i know so fully what the dream is that i'll feel it in my heart right away when i'm stepping into it and i know it's like hmm. waiting to invite us into this journey like it's um it's 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 there like I, it's so strange to speak in this way um but i'm feeling more and more like integrated in the dream realm and this realm it feels like that i still had this sort of cynical half rational like quote unquote rational mind being like or is it this or is that just <laughs> right. your fantasy or is it da da da, da? and just this past week i'm like no this is it i'm dancing with it all and as long as i keep paying attention always mm. guided it's always present like yeah. how to navigate and, and once again i know i know what it feels like to feel really stuck and heavy and full of shame and and wishing and and not knowing like so much in my head and so um Yeah, now that I've dropped back into flow and this magic <laughs> space, yeah. which is just, I think, our essence. Like, it feels just like my essence. I feel like just laughing a lot of the time and, and dancing and I feel um, free. And <sighs> I know that's always the inspiration I get with you. We Like, we all influence one another in a space. And, um, yeah, when I think of you, Olivia, and you... You both haven't met Daniela yet, um, but us holding space, we are all that, like that beautiful, playful, creative um, <laughs> energy. And so to amplify that and to not, like I know on my journey, and I wanted to ask you um, if you've had this kind of experience, but I think I've just healed a lot of codependency that I've had where I always felt responsible to helping people And so actually embracing actually that I also deserve to be around other lights and other people who are 
giving off energy and giving off light is like so like woo amazing Um, and I'm also like okay like don't hold back from that and and then we can go out and do the work we're here to do in all different ways oh my goodness like I was like with you there's so many things that I'll just want to like chime in on um, yeah. <laughs> um, but one thing that was like prevalent in, in my mind is like nothing less than the dream, you know, and um, because that is like the actual reality and like holding that vision true um, mm-hmm. wherever, wherever we're going. Um, OK, what was the last, last thing that you touched on? Because I just like had to get that healing codependency oh, and right, being right. with other lights. <laughs> yes. OK, so I. I have definitely um, come to realize all the ways that I've been codependent with in relationships in my life. And I think the the biggest challenge as a highly sensitive empath <laughs> um, has been setting my own boundaries and mm-hmm. um, and also like just understanding other people's boundaries. Because like when people don't have good boundaries, that's when we become codependent. Um, and mm-hmm. I think I think that the the only way that we can really like heal codependency is like getting really clear on what our own boundaries are. Um, because like it should always feel good. Like every exchange like should mm-hmm. feel good, you know, like, with the relationships in our life, you know? Um, and I think like, yeah, like if, if, if things just like, you know, aren't even like feeling good, it's because there's, there's still something there that's really important to look at, you know, and to heal maybe within, within yourself really, you know, cause sometimes like when I'm noticing qualities, I, don't really like I'm like oh let me just put the mirror up real quick and just see how like I'm also like this mm-hmm. um so yeah like every everything everything is really like happening for for us like even though it might not seem that way you know like things that like throw us off are really just helping helping us get more clear on well, like you become the most strong and you yeah you feel so much like better when you can rise to an occasion like when yeah. you get thrown something it's like a gift <laughs> and when you right. see it as a gift that helps you navigate yeah. it. yeah and it becomes like you do it with like with your own style too mm. you know what I mean and, and it's just yes. like you find what works for you um and that's that's interesting because like I I'm beginning to feel like I have like certain like tools like though not like weapons but like <laughs> like kit, yeah yeah like I just like if I was in an anime like oh I got my sword for doing this or like I I just yeah. <laughs> I have like my my magic you know I'm carrying my magic with me always and it's like when I go out into the world like oh man because every day is a different day it's just like you got your armor you know and um 
like I feel like a lot of times when I'm like going out in the world because you know I have to do a show it's like I'll be real like I feel like I'm going through like spiritual battle and it's just like Mm -hmm. everything is wild it's out there like whether you're in the jungle in Costa Rica or like in the urban jungle in like Los Angeles it's just like it's it's all happening at once and um Mm -hmm. and yo it's like when I'm thinking about what we spoke on earlier about like when to shine and when to hide it's like when I when I zoom out and see like my life cycles like uh when it's time for me to like hibernate and create and then when it's time to go share my music with the world it's just like there's different seasons for all aspects of our soul growth um and things like feel more cyclical instead of linear you know like with shadow work for instance like Mm -hmm. um even though like i feel like we've done like the bulk of it like little things will come up you know you know it's just like it always comes back because it's like cycling and it's like a dance you know it's it's all music really yeah (laughs) i love that imagery with music because it helps it's like well with with it all and yeah when you embrace it like that it's all beautiful and what just was coming into my mind just then was when I experienced that first um, toad medicine ceremony seven years ago I I ended up in this party or this place and I'd been I'd been in such a high like I was kind of floating around um, for the weeks following and then uh, some really weird stuff was happening like really intense like weird stuff and I met this guy and I remember him just sitting me down and being like yeah like whenever you propel to like a higher state you're going to be met with the equal level of darkness and Mm. at the time I was like oh that helps but it wasn't until recently that I was like okay this just helps in all things in life like whenever we're feeling high and like we were saying at the beginning when our light is shining uh things try and throw us off it's just the natural way of life it's like you get faced with something or you Mm -hmm. see something or you get like a reaction or you get triggered because it reminds you of something from your childhood and it's like recognizing yeah that duality and that um and I often think whenever I'm met with that whole like spiritual warfare or that battle or whatever feels like it's really intense what's going on the best thing is trying to come through on the mm-hmm. other side so it's again so worth it. yeah yeah like the the like best lesson like like the mm-hmm. the best like full circle moment um it's it's all worth it for real and it's like Aww. like the the, the better the lessons get, it's just like the more, the bigger the challenge. Um, but also like the bigger the blessings, I feel, you know? Yes. So yes. it's just like we're just leveling up really or leveling deeper. And I think we just have to stay aware, like stay as aware and um, honest with ourselves as possible and there's yeah. like so many ways that we can come back into awareness. Um, this morning, what really worked for me was like silence. 
you know, mm. silence. So it, I, yeah. I know that when we're, we're gathering, it's, it's really beautiful that we're going to tap into like so many of those ways that we can like come back to ourselves. Um, and yeah, one of the, <sighs> you know, one of the offerings that's come through that I remember really helped me on my journey, but I just recently I was like, oh, we have to do that um, in the retreat is this experience of just sighing and making sounds of like release, but really just like a, hmm. ah, and you just keep doing that. And I, I have no idea how long we did it when I did it, but I wow. felt like an eternity. But what started to come through, like, uh, I don't know how long in, but, I, you know, I finally just surrendered to it. These different voices started to come through me and these different sounds. And then when we got up, it was suddenly like I was seeing everyone in that space, like I knew them on the deepest soul level. Like we were all just there and we had all... Oh, it was one of those like, woo, what's going on? And yeah, it just came through like that yeah. would be a really beautiful thing. Yeah, we to, should do that. You yeah. know, I'm also feeling like when I hear you made that sound, I'm like, I'm feeling what that, what it f means. And it's like, you're releasing and you're mm -hmm. also like receiving the release or yes. not, not what you release, but just like, just receiving what happens like when you empty your cup to be filled it's like emptying filling emptying filling um and it's just like flushing things out you know and so exactly and we ooh, i want to try that in society <laughs> we're like so contained we're all the time holding back and repressing and overthinking and playing these like identity games and we're I don't know all the things yeah. that we do that we've been trained to do that we've yeah. been conditioned to do and it really takes some of these practices to come back to our nature and when we have that release and it's so wild when I used to teach yoga I would always offer um like audible sounds of release like let's just sigh it out and the amount of people who just couldn't do it, I was always like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, just make the sound. And <laughs> and then also, you know, having incredible compassion for that right. because if you've gone through your whole life never feeling yeah. able to do that, it's really, um, it's really a lot. But yeah, it's something so accessible to everyone, wherever they are. Um, these tools, like just coming into silence, like you were mentioning, yeah. just, you know, maybe eating mindfully mm, mindfully yeah. yeah and I know it's a it's kind of a minefield for a lot of women in particular because uh, there's a lot of hang-ups with food and dieting and awareness of what we look like I Yo. really had to come away from that for a few for a while before I could really enter into fasting in a way that just felt like emotional and spiritual and intuitive not a way of like and actually it's not the best weight loss plan just putting it out there like I really had to put that in the writing of the retreat because I got sick like six months ago and it's wild because I couldn't eat for a week like anything and I lost so much weight I was like skin and bone oh. and I've since put on more weight than I was before like 
and not really eaten more. I've just been eating normally, but I, I don't know, maybe my metabolism was messed up or something. I don't know. But hmm. that's just to say I'm also really enjoying this formation of my body and what it holds and really learning to love every part of my body through that. And it's taken time to unravel all of that societal noise about... Yo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like it's so crazy because um, I was on Instagram this morning because I, I was sharing some stories and I went through the Explorer page. Of course, I'm going to like see something that would be it was just like in my consciousness of this movie about this girl who was the fat girl and they teased her then after summer she came back and she was the hot girl because she lost all the weight right oh, and i'm no. like <laughs> and like I, I didn't even like watch it um like with sound on i was just like having an idle moment and so i downloaded this into my consciousness and then i snapped out of it and i was like whoa like what did they just tell me about yeah, yeah, myself? Yeah. Because, it. you know, we have like, to be so like, you should ask Kelly, like, I'm a bit like a crazy person when we start watching something. If I sense any of that, like, I can't relax watching it, like, yeah. because I care so much about the state of my mind as it is. And I, yeah. it really broke my heart, but I also had to start um, creating a bit of distance. I think just in my process of healing that in my mind, from friends that I could just feel were in that state, like that hyper, like um, aware state, or, you know, like being weird around eating or, and I love food and I, I nearly had the opposite thing growing up. I don't know if this, like, it was just so interesting. Like when I think about it, I, whenever I would notice girlfriends, like um, kind of hiding it or, really like just being super aware of what they were eating or dieting, whatever, I nearly overcompensate and eat more. Like I nearly felt like this natural sense of mm. balancing. It was like this really weird compulsive thing I began doing. And then I also at some point in my mind was just like, I never want any of that stuff to hold me back. So I kind of pushed it deep mm. into my shadow and pretended like for a long time, like I never had those thoughts, but I actually... I did and I I just had a different way of responding and I ah, it's taken some time to just unravel all of it and actually recently I ah, I never like I'm usually able to leave food on a plate and this is also from a, a childhood nanny that I had who never left me let me leave the table unless I had mm. finished the food and that became like a thing and just recently I left food on the plate and I I don't really like to do that because of waste but it felt so liberating because I was like yeah I'm full you don't need to eat anymore like yeah. that's okay yeah. <laughs> yeah our relationship to food is like is so is so deep you know especially if we had like experiences from our childhood that are just like traumatic that we haven't um healed mm -hmm. yet you know and just like really taking the time to create new patterns and like a new relationship with food. Um, and it. yeah, like when I was uh, a little girl, like I, I've always been really skinny and people would kind of just tell me like, I need to eat more, like, especially uh. my family, like you're too skinny. So like, I would literally 
try to eat more like I would overeat but never gain any weight and just I had this weird shame for just being so tiny um and you know I just over time like I I've already like accepted and I understand that but um I think it can be harder sometimes for people to understand because that's what we've been told yeah is perfect or that is what we all want to be but it's just as crippling I ha- I've had friends also just exactly the same and I had it a bit I was like you know I grew really quickly and I was kind of tall and um for a while yeah I also kind of got made fun of for that like being too skinny and being I don't know it was it's just yeah, so strange because there's like there's one ideal body type that is just like pretty much sold or just glorified through the media. Um, But Mm -hmm. those things are changing, you know, Um, because we're we're changing and we're evolving. And it's really beautiful to see, like, all these different, like, brands and companies coming up that are just, like, pushing. um, All bodies. Yeah. (laughs) It's beautiful. We all have a place. And, yeah, we have a right to feel good in it and yeah yeah and the courage of just one woman owning it like no matter you know like where she falls on the spectrum of societal decided beauty like when she owns it it's like always the most beautiful thing no matter like what like the actual you know weight or measurement or like superficial veneers like when you own it it's like and you're just in your natural essence and your glow of who you are it's like the most beautiful thing yeah I think like the glow of who you are like really comes forth through any single human being when they are like living in right relationship with themselves um and and like their the planet really like their reality you know so yeah yeah like eating food has been amazing lately because I just (laughs) like I it makes me feel good like everything that I'm eating makes me feel good and ideally I would like that to run across the board like everything I'm taking into my consciousness feels good just really have that awareness and mindfulness um, or when you see yeah. something that's not good, you're like, okay, bless you. That's where you're at. Or this is like, that's what that is. Like it just is. noting it in your mind. Yeah. And then, um, yeah. Keep and going. so it is. Yeah. Like it's, it's there because it's all yeah. there. Um, I see you. Like I, one of those things about wearing, not wearing a bra. I was like, I did it a few weeks ago and I was like cycling down my little bumpy track and there was these builders and they have like the darkest and like they, making me shudder because like oh they just and I had that one moment of being looked at like that and I went and I like kind of shut down and then this week when I've been doing it and I look back and it comes back to when I first moved here I had this like I would just look back in the eye and send love or just look back in the eyes and just like I see you Hmm. you're not taking anything from me you're not like not affecting me like I'm just seeing you and Hmm. there's something so powerful about that yeah it's it's like the you feel I don't want to say wall 
but it's just like it halts whatever exchange may have been happening. It just it corrects it in this very like neutral kind mm-hmm. of way almost where it's just like, yeah. oh, should I shouldn't like there's looking at themselves at that point. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. And because I feel like I've been stuck in those patterns for so long of just feeling the shame and it yeah. maybe being then that kind of game. I don't know. And it's probably not like that for all guys who, you know, wolf whistle or make that kind of um, look. Like here, I feel like in the Caribbean, there's a lot of celebration of women. I actually had like a lot of <laughs> men like celebrating when I was pregnant, which was really cool because I think in the UK, you're like invisible as soon as you're pregnant. You're like, oh. okay, you're off the charts. So it was like this other way of celebrating womanhood and who you are but I was still at times feeling so so much shame around being seen just being seen by anyone I was like oh don't look at me like oh oh yeah just and that's silly yeah well you know it's like when we're afraid to be seen sometimes it's just like we're still learning how to see ourselves and be comfortable Mm, with seeing ourselves And, like, that's something that I've been experiencing, like, since the top of the year. Just, like, Mm. wow, like, I really haven't seen this part of myself. Or I'm just, like, learning how to see myself more clearly every every time, like, I'm making those those choices that, like, sometimes these, like, choices require extra bravery and courage you know mm-hmm. um and willpower you know but it'll make yeah. all the difference because it's gonna like set forth that timeline that i know i deserve you know and like yes yeah so like i love me i'm gonna do this and it's like <laughs> mm-hmm. and then 100%. and then it's like blissing out on like the littlest things <laughs> you know <laughs> Uh, and like yeah. again it's like makes it all worthwhile like the low points or like the tough times because when you get into that natural essence and enjoyment of life and yourself and where you can go and the challenges ahead and you see it as like this adventure it's like so cool yeah. <laughs> it makes it again all worth it yeah <laughs> do you have any closing thoughts I think we've been on this really beautiful journey Um, in this conversation no like well if if anyone maybe like if anyone's interested in coming to the retreat yeah they can go to soulseedgathering.com right or yeah or or email direct and and just um we can do a check-in call or whatever it's like coming up it's like a month away and we have at least two spaces remaining it will change depending on the formation of the beds but um yeah i i'm feeling really excited like the women are already chosen or the women already are meant to come so if you're listening to this of course we're we're inviting you to this space if you feel it in your heart if you feel like this is something um, for you at this time. We're so looking forward to meeting you and receiving you and learning from you and really um, 
Yeah, really, I think, bathing in one another's magic for five nights and four days. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for having this. Thank you. Yeah, space. Thank you for being part of this journey. I feel so honored and grateful to call you a friend, a sister. You've helped me so many times along the way and really... (laughs) Yeah, really being that touchstone of like, oh yeah, we can be actually on this beautiful, loving vibration and um, and bring each other back to that each time. It's such a gift. Mm, I feel the same way about you, like for real, all the way. Mm. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, if you're not in any way <laughs> following along Angelica Lowleaf's journey, um, best place to find you is instagram bandcamp um spotify yeah like just google low leaf and then mm-hmm. things will come up and i have a website creatordiy.com which is a whole world in itself to explore and get inspired <laughs> by and you have a new album in the oh, works yes oh my gosh <laughs> that <laughs> I'm I yeah I'm finishing up my next album and I put so much love into it oh my goodness my best work yet I'm so excited um it's almost ready oh I'm Uh, so excited to listen (laughs) (laughs) I feel it I feel like I can feel it in my heart so I'm like yeah cool I can't wait to yeah (laughs) really yeah enjoy it and listen tune in sending so much love to wherever you are in the world thank you for listening and once again love to hear back from you if you have any questions insights anywhere you'd like to see this conversation unfold over the next um episodes i am excited to be on this podcast journey together with you